your move. Your move. Your move. Your move. Your move. Your move. U E O. Your move. U E O. Hi, all. I I don't know. I'm I'm going to make a hopeful guesstimate and say ten of you are listening to this uh, in our beginning stages. Unless, uh, I don't know. Unless we've gotten like kind of big and people are listening back, that's that's really <laughs> presumptuous. That's really presumptuous yeah, whole, and dickish of me to say. The whole four people. Uh, uh, no, I'm gonna say ten. I'm ten. gonna say ten. Okay. <laughs> um, hi, welcome to Yu-Gi-Oh, a Yu-Gi-Oh semi-nostalgialist rewatch podcast. Um, and I should probably explain what semi-nostalgialist means in this context. Um, oh, fuck, right. Uh, I'm one of you. <laughs> Shit, boy. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Jory. I'm Benji. And now I'm going to actually explain what semi-nostalgialist means. Because um, I have seen most of Yu-Gi-Oh!, like, up to season two of Five Ds, and then I kind of dropped off the ball, and it, like, because I was a teenager and shitty. I have seen, I think, a grand total of five and a half Yu-Gi-Oh! episodes in my entire life. And that was, like, in 2013, and we were super sleep-deprived, and I made you watch them. We also did have Death Wish Coffee. Oh yeah, we were super caffeinated, which as as like fifteen yeah. year olds, it was not a good situation. No, we were not in a good place mentally or physically. So uh, this is not so much a rewatch for me as a for the first time watch. So I have a good. Uh, we both have a good one and a half pages of notes so here. Th- so three pages altogether. Yeah, pretty much. So, do so, we, do, should, we, should, I, should I start by introducing um, the episode? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I might want to explain how we're doing this also. Oh, how are we doing this? <laughs> Good sir. <laughs> well, uh, instead of going from the beginning, because apparently oh, that would right. be boring. It would. Uh, we took a ra- uh, wrote down every single Yu-Gi-Oh season, assigned them numbers, and then took a random number generator... And hit the enter button. Yep, and we coincidentally ended on the first season of Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds. And then once we finish this season, we'll figure out what to do next. We might continue on with 5Ds, or we might hit the random number generator again, and uh, just go and watch random seasons out of order, which I think would be really fun. It means nothing to me, so... Um, I think it would be fantastic, actually, so fuck you. Um, so yeah, we're starting with Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds, episode one, and I'm writing down the subtitles as well as the dub titles, um, and we'll see how long that lasts. Okay. Uh, uh, the I... subtitle is Riding Duel, Acceleration, and the dub title is On Your Mark, Get Set, Duel, both... with no punctuation. Uh, both pretty solid titles, however, I, I do <laughs> want it, uh, on record, that before we began this, mm-hmm. uh, you said, you you looked at the list of all the Yu-Gi-Oh! seasons that were on Hulu and said, one day, 
all this will be ours. <laughs> so just... It will be, if we watch enough. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll be the reluctant king of this kingdom. It'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, also, I don't know if, like, we'll probably watch past 5Ds because I have all of those seasons written down. But we'll see because, like I said, I've only watched up to, like, season two of 5Ds. So the rest mean nothing to me. Yeah, this will go from a semi nostalgialist to an entirely nostalgialist podcast. Well, it's not, like, entirely nostalgialist because I'm still very nostalgic for Yu-Gi-Oh! as a concept. Yeah. It was it was a big part of my childhood. Yeah. And and so um I, I guess I'm not entirely nostalgialist either, because though I did not watch very much Yu-Gi-Oh!, I did play it in middle school. Didn't we all? Pretty extensively. Didn't we all? And then I got mad about fusion and stopped. <laughs> I did not get mad about fusion and stop. Because I was keeping up with the anime. So <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was still mad that Bakugan wasn't popular anymore. <laughs> So, <laughs> I was kind of already spite playing Yu-Gi-Oh. You got me there. Um, shall we jump into the episode? Um, yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to start on something I think is think is more your wheelhouse than mine. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing I noticed is the 3D animation looks like shit. <laughs> well, so okay, so here's the thing. The very first part of the 3D animation looks great. It I looks mean, fantastic. It's so swoopy. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. It opens with this, like, sweeping shot, and it looks fantastic. And then it goes to the second 3D animated part, and I went, Ah, yes, your whole budget went to the first eight seconds. <laughs> no, it went to the 2D animation, too. That was pretty decent. Yeah, but as far as the 3D thing. Oh, yeah, go, the 3D atrocious. Yeah, the open... Well, yeah, I'm not going to be... Well, no, I will be too harsh on the 3D because it still burns my retinas a little bit when it comes to... I'll be as harsh as I damn well please because I don't know a fucking thing. <laughs> so it doesn't be, matter. Shouldn't you be less harsh since you know less? No. <laughs> 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 I mean, okay, we can't talk about the animation forever, though, because we do need to talk about Jack fucking Atlas <laughs> and his Australian accent. Is it Australian or is it British? Or, like, I, it, I couldn't tell. I think it's Australian. I In my it... notes, I have written down Aussie, Brit, what the fuck? I want it to be Australian because somehow Australian's infinitely funnier. Oh, it is definitely infinitely funnier if his name is Jack. Um, <laughs> True. For oh. reference, I'm on a podcast called Under Pressure, uh, for the two of you that don't know that, and there's an Aussie character on that named Jack, and that's why I said that. <laughs> well, this is certainly not Zach Valenti. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunate. And indeed, uh, all of the voice acting is is definitely Yu-Gi-Oh! voice acting. It's a, it's, um... It's Yu-Gi-Oh! voice acting. It's, it's Yu-Gi-Oh! voice acting. I, I would give some of it, like, a solid 7 or 8. Okay, and I will... And, and some of it goes all the way down to a 2. I will defer to your greater experience. I just know that I looked at the lip flaps and went, yep, this is definitely a dub. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't pay attention to the lip flaps anymore because I don't give a fuck. I, I care about the vocal quality. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, so... I guess we should also get to the the actual story of it, which is it's it starts with this confusing um thing where the protagonist you say who by the way who we don't know his name yet no we we do what they say his name I wrote it down I they mean call, they say his name like later they call him Use yeah I know but that was like five minutes in we're at the like zero minute mark yeah true but like they also don't show him. 
for a while, and yeah. it's really confusing who the protagonist is because it's obviously not Jack. Because the he's narr- a dick. yeah, the narrative spends uh, the good first three minutes lauding him and how fantastic and amazing and perfect he is, which in Yu-Gi-Oh speak means he's got to be taken down. <laughs> he's a dick, and he has got a funny accent, so you know he can't be the protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Are you sure you haven't watched Yu-Gi-Oh, bro? <laughs> no, I, I just I just know animation tropes. <laughs> um. Oh, there there is a point like during this because Jack goes is like doing a turbo duel where they duel on motorcycles with a dude whose name is mentioned twice and I've already forgotten it. I yeah, think it's I, written down somewhere. I didn't write that down actually. Um, okay, cool. Um, but he's doing a turbo duel and it like goes back to. Our protagonist, who is at this point nameless, mm-hmm. thank you for ruining that surprise. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and he's just like, I'll get, ba-, and like, the protagonist is like, I'll get back at you, Atlas. And I'm like, get back for what, bitch? <laughs> well, I've known you two minutes. So here's here's the thing. Uh, I have several complaints. Well, not, not necessarily complaints about the way this story is, but I do want things noted. If you are listening to this and you have not seen 5Ds, they are dueling on motorcycles. And the word motorcycle here is used very loosely. Jack is on... What oh, I see a... you have a lovely little drawing. <laughs> yeah, there. I have a little illustration. Jack is on what appears to be... Oh, inside what appears to be a large wheel with smaller wheels with a beak on the front part. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, okay, I, I wasn't sure which of the Yu-Gi-Oh's had bikes in it. I know it now existed you know. <laughs> because the half episode I have referred to, I referred to earlier, I saw bikes in it. I didn't understand it. I was channel surfing and found four kids and went, it's anime. I gotta watch it. <laughs> so, um, I do want it noted. Like I, I, as I said before, it's really confusing. Who's the protagonist because they jump from, uh, the guy who is dueling Jack to our actual protagonist who is in a random tunnel. Um, that seems to maybe be just directly under the arena that they're in. Is that the vibe you got? I thought yeah. it was a completely different part of town. See, the, like, cause it was- And he a... was just like listening to it on the radio or something, or just yeah. like thinking very deeply about <laughs> his worst enemy, no homo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously. There is, n- there is nothing, uh, home of sexuals about this man who is constantly obsessing and is like, no, I don't want to hear this man's name over the radio and his friends- <laughs> try very hard to not well not, they don't try very hard. no they fucking they do pretend not. to try very hard to not mention him one of them does say... exactly one of them yeah does. exactly one of them does um, um who so... is uh just skipping ahead of my notes a little bit i have his name written down because it was fucking hilarious uh yeah all of the friend characters have very interesting names oh, where is it where is it nervin his name is nervin okay and the other ones are tank and lids oh fuck i missed lids i i got raleigh though <laughs> i wrote down lids because what the fuck <laughs> Um, so, so we don't, and, and the thing is that Yusei and a not protagonist dude's bike are excruciatingly similar. Interesting. Um, for- But one for, of them's in white, which, it, I, you don't watch Yu-Gi-Oh, but in Yu-Gi-Oh speak that bad. Yeah, what is- bad, And which, red is the protagonist color. Yeah, so. which is actually, like, not, not, not the red is protagonist color, that's pretty standard, but like, white is bad is kind of refreshing. In like a- yeah. Yeah, white, uh, characters themed in white are almost always bad or associated with villains 
directly or indirectly. Yeah, and I think from my from my foggy memories. And I, if I can uh, theorize about this a little bit, mm-hmm. I think that's because of the fucking color palette. There's so much like contrast that something washed out actually looks weird. Yeah, that's so, true. So white looks more out of place than black because, like, you see black everywhere. All of the like, all of the outlines for things is a very strong black. All of the shadows are, if not black, a very like deep contrasting color. And there's black lines literally everywhere. So there's that. But like, so when when we come back to the actual like when we get to the actual narrative that isn't Jack kicking this guy's ass with, uh, what is it? What did I, uh, Scorching Crimson Flare. Oh, you actually wrote it down? I was just like, damn, okay. I just wrote down, uh, the line master of faster. Bad. <laughs> also, oh, also we see Jack, Hunter, that's the, that's the rando's name. Oh, yeah. Um, the rando's name is Hunter. Oh, it's, it's, Hunt- uh, his, it's Hunter. Hunter. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, his name is Hunter. He's, his voice actor is very bad. Um, but I've written down here, we just do not see Jack and Hunter's duel. Bitch, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> because it is. I'm here to watch Yu-Gi-Oh! And I'm not actually watching a duel, so what's the fucking point? This isn't the story part I'm interested in, if we get interested. Um, this isn't the story, which I may or may not become interested in, and this isn't a real duel, so I don't care. It's just, Yeah, it's just a demonstration of how badass Jack is and how totally nobody will ever be able to beat him ever. And the tutorial. And the it's t- also the tutorial for the audience. It's not a good tutorial. It's not, but it, it, like, <laughs> it sets up the turbo duelist thing and racing on motorcycles and the, like... Oh, I don't. I didn't write it down like this. The speed zone thing that means you can only use like speed spells or what the fuck. Ever. Yeah, that'll um, come up eventually. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. So thank you, tutorial. Oh, and then like the stronger, the more like enemies you take out, the faster you get. So it's, yeah, your winning is partially dependent on your speed and partially dependent on taking out your opponent's life points. So there will probably be a timed thing eventually. Uh, zoom. Oh, also, we uh, completely skipped over the theme song, which is a fucking banger. <laughs> it's very, like, I can't place it in time, but I was almost nostalgic for it just because of, like, the actual, like, musical stylings of it. Oh, yeah, it's so, so, like, just before the tens. Yeah, it's... It's, it's so good. It's pretty the guitar deep. is the best thing in the world, you, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you wrote it down. Uh, the guitar in all caps underlined. Because it's good! And then they use that same guitar stinger for, uh, what, when it was airing, would have been between the commercial breaks, which for us were a brief respite from writing. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But they use that same, like, guitar stinger, and it's so fucking good. I love it. (laughs) I I noticed. Um, I I do want to say what the beginning sequence does have over the rest of the episode is that the exposition manages to not be clunky. And I guess it could be clunky, like, in the face of better exposition. However, there is not better exposition. <laughs> there, It only gets worse. Yeah, so... it gets pretty bad. I think, let's see how many times I wrote down exposition. Uh, oh. Exposition. One. I wrote it down, like, at least four times. I wrote so... it in huge all caps on the second part of my page. Oh, I think that counts for, like, at least three. Yeah. Um... Oh, oh! This is another thing I wrote before we knew Yusei's name. I wrote Protag has wonderful eyeliner <laughs> because he does. It looks very nice. Well, I mean that's most Yu-Gi-Oh characters. I know, but it's just like really good on him specifically. Like very good. 
You're an inspiration. Um, <laughs> I was talking about the character, not you. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so after that, uh, the pointless battle, that only served to show me that they do know how to write good exposition, they just don't want to. Um, it was, the beginning sequence was confusing enough that I did uh, get concerned that I was seeing a flashback. Uh... That's the funniest fucking thing you could have possibly <laughs> until, said. <laughs> until the next scene in which, like, we see Yusei pulling into the garage he shares with his fellow satellites. The pores. The pores, Tim. <laughs> yeah, okay, sorry. I gotta I gotta jump in on this before I f- keep finishing the synopsis, because this is just a fucking dystopia. <laughs> Nobody told me this was a dystopia? I forgot it was a dystopia. <laughs> Sorry, how do you forget it was a dystopia? <laughs> because they don't set it, like, the dystopia satellite, the pores part, uh, which is, like, crumbling and they live underground for some reason <laughs> to be... So they don't get caught by the fucking police, I guess? Yes. Who refer to them by numbers, by the way, yeah, not their names. Yeah, sorry, I did... Which I, is the most messed up fucking thing yeah, in the I world. Yeah, did, I did write the uh, resident uh, small child, that st- small non-binary child with a weird voice that needs to be protected... Uh, Ra- <laughs> Raleigh, uh, who is ID eight uh, six eight oh seven. You wrote it down. I did. Damn. Um. So this is it's Protect just like so we're we're with uh the pores TM in their secret underground garage, uh and like okay so uh you say it's getting uh like internally very angsty because they're they're talking about his definitely not ex on the radio uh, and his they're... friends were listening to it and doing a very bad job of being like oh man yeah his sorry friends, bro his friends start expositioning about uh you say and uh jack's relationship they do this like three three other times yeah they... where we find out that jack also used to be a pores and then he rose out of being a pores but he doesn't want any of the other pores to no longer be pores <laughs> yeah uh, so jack is a filthy capitalist drop that down um um Oh, Jack also stole Yusei's, uh, I think they're called runners, is what they were yeah, called? Yeah, the, they were called a lot of things. The motorbikes. Yeah. The, uh, the weird, the the circle bikes. Yusei also calls his bike this chick. Oh, mood. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so Jack, yeah, Jack both, like, cheated or something at their game and also took, like, his bike. Nobody cares about the pores. Um... <laughs> So yeah, they're all doing this really bad job of being like, "Oh, sorry, we were playing. Sorry, man, your your ex is just really cool." <laughs> sorry, bro. <laughs> and then one of them, I can't remember who was it. That it was just like, "Shut up, guys. He doesn't want to hear about how cool Jack is." Uh, that was Nervin. <laughs> yeah, Nervin Nerv- is the sensible, nerdy one with the nasally voice. Oh, of course he is, because his name is Nervin. Yeah, Nerv. Yeah. Yeah, it's phonetically similar to nerd, and that was purposeful. As opposed- oh, I also got, uh, I also called uh, Tank Joyzy Boy at first, because he's the obligatory Joyzy Boy. Yeah. Who I will, we will probably never see again, please God. Uh, don't get too hopeful. <sighs> so, uh, Raleigh runs in and has the most unfitting voice, first of all. Oh yeah, I, that's another thing I wrote down, is when voice actors sounded familiar. Um, <laughs> and one, I think you say- might have played the pharaoh in the original Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, I really think that's the same fucking voice actor. Well, isn't I think... it, isn't, it, isn't it just the same voice acting studio in Texas or something? I don't remember. Um, I'd have to look more into that. Maybe I'll do research before one of our other episodes. Um, 
Raleigh also sounded familiar. I think Raleigh's voice actor might be Mokuba from the original as well. Okay. Um, and then um, Copman McCapitalist, who comes in a little later, his name is Trudge. <laughs> oh, that's his name. Yeah. I just called him secondary villain in my notes. Fair which, enough. in hindsight, is a lot to write. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Trudge also sounded familiar, but I can't place him for the life of me. I, I yeah, think he, he might d- He might just be like a generic voice actor who's in a lot of shit. Yeah, he did sound very familiar, and we will probably look him up later. Um, so, yeah, uh, Unfitting Voice Raleigh, like, comes in, and like, I did write down... Uh, oh, they are 100% non-binary, because we never, like, hear Raleigh get gendered. That's true. And they have a very unfitting voice, and also colored hair, which, even though it is the Yu-Gi-Oh! universe, I, a known non-binary, want to believe. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I wrote down that Raleigh is a theft camp, and also spelled their name R-O-W-L-Y, because I thought it was Rowley at first. <laughs> I did it like it was in Pacific Rim. Yeah, So, fair. um... <laughs> So, a uh, non-binary child runs in with a chip that they didn't steal. Totes. But somebody, like, definitely just, like, placed on, oh. the, on the ground. To make it look like the child stole. <laughs> yeah, so the, the, uh, the police state would have a reason to break in and, like, find... Abduct a couple of children. Yeah, abduct the poors. And take them to, quote-unquote, the facility, which I'm assuming is the re-education facility yeah, that is mentioned sorry. later. Re- yeah, the re-education, the, I wrote real big, the re-education center. Yeah, it's just- Cops are bastards, cops jot are, that the fuck down. Yeah, fucking Jesus Christ. Um, and, like- Oh, the pores also have tracking devices inside them. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's all the pores or just the pores that have gone to the re-education center, but it's definitely some of the pores. Yeah, so- so, uh, the chip that the the pores non-binary brought in, um, is a very fancy speed chip. I don't know. For the bike or some shit. Yeah, for the, yeah, for the chick. Um, <laughs> and I don't know. <laughs> all bikes how, are chicks now. Yeah, I don't know how, um, a chip is supposed to make it go super duper ultra fast. It's just like that, I guess. It's a dystopia sci-fi. It's, it's Hugo. It's fine. Um. <laughs> that too. So, like... You say gets the chip into the bike, and, and then, then the cops show. Yeah, up. and then the and then the cops show. They I think they just straight up break through the ceiling. No, there's already a crack in the ceiling, and they like shine the light through the crack, and then they start coming in through the ceiling or some shit. Oh yeah, something like that. Um, some and, bullshit. Uh, then you said does some hacking, TM, with his bike, with his bike <laughs> that has a keyboard on it. Yep. Um, as you do. As, you know, as you do, you hack with your bike. Um, and is like, I disabled the tracking thing for a couple minutes, guys. Let's go, run. I will go the other direction. The tracking thing that's inside you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Rale- oh, I want to backtrack for just a second. Yeah. Um, the, the other pores call you say use, which I think you mentioned already. Yeah. And all I can think is, I thought we were done with this. Because, uh, in the first Yu-Gi-Oh, Joey calls Yu-Gi-Oh Yugs. The titular Yu-Gi-Oh, that's his name, I'm sure. Um, Yu-Gi-Moto, fuck me. Um, they, he calls him Yugs, and I think some other characters do too. And then they didn't do that in GX, from what I remember. And I guess we're doing it again now, because fuck me. Yeah, my favorite, my favorite thing is how they 
only changed... They changed everybody's name but the protagonist's name. You'd think they'd yeah. kind of all or nothing it. Yeah, but no, Yusei gets to say Yusei, which, like, I was not expecting. Yeah, I wasn't either. Um, so... Maybe it's so they can make it, like, a racism thing, too. You're giving them a little a little too much credit there. Yeah, me there. <laughs> <laughs> so... Fair enough. So, um... Yusei goes off on his chick, and, um... The, the cops catch up to him. He's not using the fast chip TM yet for some reason. And they're like, give it up, you say. You know, you can't get it. You can't get everyone. Pull over. And then he does. Yep. Pull over. Cop band is, says something about like seeing you again, young punk or what the fuck ever. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Oh, they know each other. Of course they do. Of course they, the evil cop capitalist man um, knows the pores TM. The, yeah. the protagonist pours. Yeah. Um, everybody knows everybody. It's illegal it, for the pours to have cards. For some reason, it's illegal for them to have cards or bikes. So how did Jack rise if it's illegal for him to have the shit that's necessary for him to become a rich? <laughs> I'm sure this will be explained later. I don't know, maybe he was just so good that they were like, we'll overlook it this time. <laughs> but you better watch, watch yourself, yourself. pause. <laughs> okay, so we have a an unnamed, like, whiny sidekick bad guy to, what is his name, Trudge? Trudge. Um, uh, surely, calling back to the wonderful old doll novel, uh, Matilda, with the Trunchbull. I'm sure that's what the intent was. <laughs> don't insult the Trunchbull like that. Um, <laughs> So, uh, unnamed secondary whining bad guy, like, gets threatened by Trudge. Yep. And goes off, um, and Yusei's like, I'll duel you for my freedom, or something like that. Basically. And is, and is like, if, if you win, then, uh, I'll say that I stole the thing, and then you get to take me down for good. Uh, but not Raleigh. But not Raleigh. But not Raleigh. Yeah, both of these, um parts of the both of the parts of the deal uh save raleigh and the other pores and the other pores um for now so i don't know why cop man didn't just say no well it's because he's a it's because he's a Yu-Gi-Oh villain uh, and you got a duel for shit that's true um so we get to the first like actual first and only actual duel of the episode uh yeah they uh cop man call a trudge calls you say fool and in my head i translated that to baka (laughs) um so we've started this thing of cop man's acting like you say some kind of jilted lover. This man is in his thirties, and this child is a child. Yeah, there's um, there's a lot. And of... he super does act like a jilted ex, right? Yeah, definitely. But like, he starts it out like, "You've got yourself a deal, fool," and it's <laughs> like, "Let's ride." And it's oh, they like, say "Let's ride" at the same time. Yeah, That's they say it dead. at the same time. I've I assume this is going to be a thing. Ugh, ugh, yikes. Um, the first bad design of of the monsters is Cop Dog. <laughs> Whose name I forgot, but blast, it's a glass dog. It's a cop dog, and I hate it. Um, also, Speed Warrior looks like a chibi robo character, and I love them. And cop to Trudge has at least two cop dogs in his deck, which I'm very confused by. Yeah, if I because re- they're, they're it's weak ass. It's a weak ass bitch monster. Yeah, I might not be remembering this correctly because it was middle school. But um, if I remember right, like you can have copies of cards in your deck, so presumably he has at least four cop dogs. Wimpst. Well, it's because of their ability thing. Anyways, um, they, the ability thing is shitty, and it's a weak monster. I don't understand. Trudge is a ridiculous, terrible Yu-Gi-Oh player. It's. A... I'm sorry, dual monsters. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So the the ability that I'm referring to is, of course, when it gets sent to the graveyard or destroyed. And, and no, when it gets destroyed by an attack, it gets replaced by yeah. another blast dog in the deck. Um, uh, but that's not the worst one. The worst <laughs> one is Handcuffs Dragon. Handcuffs Dragon is pretty bad. I I'm just saying <laughs> dogs don't deserve this. I I know. Well, neither do dragons. <laughs> so like. All, all through this, there's this, like, this very intense battle music playing, mm-hmm. and like, oh no, it looks like he's gonna lose, and then we cut to a commercial break, and we come back. The guitar is still good, by the way. Yeah, and the music is different. Did not notice. It Thank sounded uh, more triumphant, except we hadn't earned the triumphant protagonist <laughs> music yet. We earned it while the triumphant protagonist oh, music are we gonna, was already playing. Are we gonna skip over the part where they do the bitchy, my trap is better than your trap thing? Because that they do that in episode one, and I never thought I would like. Usually, from what I remember, you save the I negate your trap card with my trap card shit until a little further in when people are accustomed to the bullshit. Well, but they well, how, just how, like, pull it out of their ass right then, like my trap, my trap against your trap. So there. I mean, this is five Ds, so this is two Yu Gi Oh series or three Yu Gi Oh series in. That's true. Um. So I, I, I don't think they're trying very hard to get new people into it, because people are just going to watch whatever it's colorful. Um, so we get... Mon- Montage Dragon exists. Yep. It's Math Dragon. There's math. Yep. I remember math in Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, yeah, that was before the Joyful Music. After the Joyful Music, you say someone's this, like, adorable tuner monster thing, which yep. is pretty cute, and then, like, oh, we forgot about Junk Warrior. Oh, what? Literally the first thing. Oh, yeah. You say summons. Uh, no, the Junk Warrior isn't the first thing you say summons. A uh, Speed Warrior is the first thing you say summons. And oh, yeah. Junk Warrior is the Tuner monster. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because the Tuner... It's a fusion fucking... It's not fusion, it's tuning. Which is, like, different because they're machines, I guess. It's the same but, thing. but, like, listen, you already introduced this concept in Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. You didn't need to introduce it in a new, quote-unquote, a fun way. It's fine. It's fine. It's um, not. <laughs> I did write down Junk Warrior is kind of hot, so let's just acknowledge that for a second. <laughs> um, anyway, Junk Warrior and all of the robot characters look like chibi robo characters. Uh, this is when the just re- by the way, this is when the reeducation center is mentioned. By the way, yep. So at the end, after he gets defeated and goes no, um, oh, there is a bit where uh, Trudge is talking, and they just loop the same three seconds of animation. Yeah, for like ten seconds. And it was so obvious that I noticed it. <laughs> and I was just, like, watching his lip flaps, and, like, it would stop mid-flap, and then suddenly it would be closed, and it would start up again in the same way. And it did that for, like, ten seconds, and I got the impression that it wasn't supposed to do that. Like, like I got, I got this weird impression that that was a thing <laughs> the dub did, so they could get in all the dialogue, and that wasn't a feature of the sub. But I could be wrong, because we aren't watching the sub. And we don't plan on it. Um, well, you don't plan on it. I don't plan on it. So, I might. We'll see. So, Or maybe we'll make any uh, guests on here watch mm, the sub instead. Yeah. Because um, I think that would be funny. So, yeah, so I didn't I didn't notice that part because um, I'm, just, I'm just used to looping animation because I watch uh, more tw- 20s and 30s animation than it's healthy for a person. It's bad loop, though. Um, it's bad y- loop. It's Yu-Gi-Oh. It's fine. Um, so... Like, secondary villain gets defeated, like, and... Trudge. Yeah, Trudge gets defeated, and he... Acts more like a jilted ex. Yeah, and then, like, leaves? 
question? It's not really clear. Yeah. Like, it's also not clear if he's actually gonna, like, gonna make good on the deal. I mean, he has to because he made the deal before a duel and them's the law. <laughs> Something like that. Um. And so we end on uh, Yusei going, now I'm gonna write it. Domino City, which I'm sure would sound very epic if it wasn't Domino, Domino City. City, which I I think might be an original Yu-Gi-Oh thing because there was a character who tried to make Yu-Gi-Oh but with dice, um, uh-huh. like Duel Monsters but with dice, okay. and his name was like Jackson Domino or something. I think, yeah, I I just really feel like that's that's like something that was in the original Yu-Gi-Oh, but God knows this series won't have continuity ever. I mean, I'm praying it has at least a little bit of continuity with itself. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I mean, I'm, ho- I'm more hopeful since this is a more modern Yu-Gi-Oh that it'll have slightly more. You're shaking your head at me. Okay, never mind. So there was the first episode. Yeah, that was. Um, let's let's do something a little fun. Let's try and rate the episode out of ten. So out like of ten. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna say like five. Uh, five stars can be allocated for enjoyment. Uh, five stars can be allocated for watchability. Because uh, I do want to point out that something can be very fun and enjoyable without being a watchable at all on, like, any kind of critical level. Okay. So I'm going to give this, like, a 7 out of 10. A, a 0 is fucking unwatchable in all ways. Do not, by the way. And we don't have to say what stars we allocate where, so I'm going to give this a 7. I want... I'm gonna make this a level 7 monster. <laughs> I wanna say, uh, before I decide mm. what, um, rating this gets, that I'm baffled. I, I, I genuinely am not sure how to rate this because it's, it, it went through me like ice water and I don't understand so I'm gonna, you know, I don't go out of my way to watch this. So I'm just gonna say something like, "This this sounds too generous, but I I didn't not enjoy it because I was too busy." Um, it's fun. I was too busy in this like, like fugue state. <laughs> well, also don't deny that it's just kind of fun. Don't do that. Don't why you do me like this? Um, so I'm gonna give it an eight. Hot damn. Um. My rating system will definitely change as I get used to Yu-Gi-Oh existing in front of me. But yeah. So that averages out to us uh averages us out to a 7.5 out of 10. That's not bad for a first Yu-Gi-Oh episode, honestly. I was I did not remember 5Ds that clearly. It was probably the one I paid the least attention to and I wasn't expecting it to be this good or this fun. But it it really kind of was for me. Yeah, I will say the the 2D animation is actually, like, it's very clean. It's not, like, anything particularly memorable. It is purdy, though, if you like them bright colors. The what? The what? Purdy, if you like them bright colors. I heard bark colors. <laughs> yep, um, yep. Bark colors. Um, so, that it's got that going for it. The, the some of the monster designs aren't terrible like i like i liked half the monster designs i saw yeah sonic chick very cute uh again junk warrior kind of hot 
robot fucker. Uh, yeah, so that was Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds Episode 1. What the fuck was our title again? The, the, they were both Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds Episode 1. On your mark, get set, duel. Um, also, you can find us on Twitter at Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcast, and we'll be setting up a Kofi at some point in the future. Mm -hmm. I think I was supposed to do that before we started recording, but I didn't. Um, so maybe I'll have it set up by the time this episode actually airs and look in the description for that. If you want to maybe drop us a couple bucks. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to yu gi -Oh! Podcast. It's time to d d d d d d This is Jory. Thanks for sticking around past the outro music, and this is probably going to be the last post-outro announcement that I do. There might be some pre-intro, but those don't matter because those are in the future. I just wanted to say really quick thank you so much for listening, and I apologize because in this episode we forgot to credit the wonderful voice actor uh, Sungwon Cho, ProZD, on Twitter for the use of his recording of a dramatic reading of the Yu-Gi-Oh! intro, the original one, which we're using as our intro and outro. So thanks to him, you can find him at ProZD on YouTube, uh, ProZD on Twitter, and ProZD Voices on Tumblr. You should give him a listen. He's a really, really good voice actor. And also, if you do in fact want to drop us a few bucks, because the Kofi has been set up now in post-production... <laughs> Uh, you can go to ko-fi.com slash yugino if you want to support us and what we do, just generally speaking and being alive. <laughs> uh, thanks again so much for your time, and I hope you all have a great day and had a good listening experience. Thanks. <laughs>